This is the ZMAR Podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid-sized companies with their health insurance programs. And now, your host, Butch ZMAR. I'm here with Chris Wolpert from GBS Benefits, and he is a founder, healthcare strategist, author, and speaker. Thanks for joining me on this webinar. Of course. Yeah, thanks, Butch. It's uh, great to be back on your show. You know, with the open enrollment back in the day, I don't know if you remember this, but, you know, we would have rooms filled of employees that go through an entire open enrollment meeting, right? And so today, leveraging technology, we've gone to a lot of communication styles are completely different than what used to be the norm. These technology pieces will send out emails. And correct me if I'm wrong, I'm on, uh, I think that you guys actually use text messaging software too, where you can communicate with the open enrollment. Can you, can you elaborate a little bit more on how that process works and how is it working for communication with the employees there in the open enrollment? Yeah. So, um, you, you know, there's a, a number of things that we've been able to do. And, and part of it is the text messaging, but I haven't done, geez, I haven't done a, a live open enrollment meeting um i couldn't even tell you the last time i did one i mean it's been that long it's it's been certainly more than five or six years it was something we were doing well well before covid was Mm -hmm. was leveraging technology and so one of the ways that we've done that is when we're when we talk about specifically about communicating with employees you know because as i mentioned you know everybody's on the go right you've got you know you've got your truck drivers throughout the field you've got you know i don't know whatever it is a lot of a lot of blue collar industries guys are out in the field at job sites and things like that many times and so they're not you can't get everybody in one central location anyways even if you want to uh, but there's even a lot of people that can work remote right so we've got certain people that are only in the office maybe three or four days a week and then the other times they're they're working from home so you know how do you reach everybody how do you ensure that everybody gets this really crucial information about um you know a big part of their compensation package their benefits right and and something that is going to have potentially a major effect on their families and and on you know their health and and certainly on their finances as well um and so we've done that through uh text messages because you know this is uh this is the remote control of our life these days, right? Your your cell phone is is you know we're all we're tethered to it, and so again, meeting people where they're at, um, we can actually text them out a link tree that's got information about their open enrollment. So on there, we're putting um, videos. If there's a certain program they're wanting to promote, usually it's medical management or something along those lines. They can get their deductibles eliminated or copays or things like that by utilizing this service. So a quick video about that, maybe a video explainer about um, about the technology itself, whatever they're enrolling on, the link to where they can go start their open enrollment. We've got contact PDFs if they need to contact somebody from our team uh, for any reason. And then also we've got a calendar link where somebody can actually schedule time to, to meet with somebody from our team if they have those questions about how to use the program or how, how to use the um uh, the platform, um, what all is available to them, what are all the options that they have, and and just walk them through their choices and and any questions they might have regarding coverages. Um, or what we see is that uh, typically we've got somebody who's, um, they, their spouse wants to be involved in the conversation, or we've had even very 
young employees who are getting on benefits for the first time. So they want their parents' help, right, to be on that call with them. They can schedule a time that's convenient for all of them, and it could be after hours or on a weekend. Um, we can accommodate that, right? So, um, and again, also taking work off of the HR team's plate, because traditionally, historically, um, you know, 10 years ago, they would have just gone and bang on HR's door and say, all right, can you explain this to me? I, I was listening to that guy that came in and brought us donuts this morning, but I need to know how this is going to affect me. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions one-on-one, taking up the HR person's time when they've got, you know, 10 other priorities that they need to get to, right? Not just simply answering all these questions. So we can take a lot of that workload off of them. And that's what's led, led to us being successful um, uh, with our, our clients being successful rather because HR is not totally bogged down and pulling their hair out by the end of open enrollment. And and two, we, we get it completed a lot faster and with a lot less. Yes, I mean, there are still stragglers. There will always be when, when dealing with, with folks in this kind of environment, but um, it tends to be a very small amount when they're getting that text message constantly every day, that reminder, hey, you need to get this done. Those people that have already completed it, they won't continue to get those text messages, right? So we're not going to pester everybody because we've got a few stragglers that are going to drag their feet no matter what the ask is, no matter what the, uh, no matter what, they're going to just drag their feet on stuff. So yeah, so that has been huge at open enrollment, but we use that during the year too, Butch. So we use that um, sometimes on a quarterly basis, I'd say minimum on a, on a semi-annual basis where we're reminding people about what they've got, right? So medical management, or it could be a specialty prescription program or a number of other things that we've got available that are embedded within the health plan. Well, what happens when you've got open enrollment in January and here you are in June, you've forgotten about this whole, you know, you've forgotten about the spiel, you've forgotten about the enrollment or watching that two minute video, um, you know, months ago. So we can put that back in front of people. And, and we do that on a fairly regular basis so that we're making sure that the program uh, that we've taken time to craft and architect and design um, is ultimately getting used. Um, so we can see, okay, how often are people using this app? How often are they logging in, um, checking, you know, verifying information or using telemedicine or using the prescription program or whatever the case is. We can also see, um, not just the utilization, but we can just, again, simply remind them that, hey, you've got this available and um, and putting that same link tree back up there so that they're reminded about the value of these benefits and the investment that their employer's making on their behalf and why they ought to, you know, be grateful for this and why um, this is a good place for them to work and, uh, you know, they're cared for uh, by their employer. Uh, only because you mentioned that there's communication throughout the year. Uh, do you also do emails or is it strictly based by text? We've we've done some email stuff, yes, a little bit, but it's primarily through text. Um, we've got a few groups that say, hey, this is great, but we want to send an email out too. The, the thing I always like to point out to them is that, you know, emails, it's very easy to ignore emails. You know, we get dozens and dozens and dozens of them every day anyways, right? Um, and so they're, it's very easy to overlook those, forget about them you know, just not, not read them. Um, we do provide some templates for that because we do have some groups that want us there insist on wanting to send those out and that's fine. Um, but I would say that text messages, 
you know, if somebody gets a text message, they're they the it's over ninety percent of the time they're going to open that text message within ten minutes. So they're going to look at it, right? There, it's it's going to be in their face, and they're going to look at it. You're not, you know, um, hopefully you are, maybe you are getting texts, you know, regularly throughout the day, every day. Um, but again, this it's a lot more personal. I feel to get a text message in the year 2023 than it is to get an email, and and particularly when the email is coming from us, right? Where like with the text message we make it look like it's coming from the employer. We have everything white labeled to their logo. Um, you, you know, we try to even get uh, a video. Um, uh, we solicit for, for somebody from the organization, usually one of the, somebody in leadership to actually do a quick video for us. We supply them with a script. Hey, just read this, you know, cause the employees don't care about who, you know, who I am or who you are or right. anybody else on team. Mm-hmm. Um, but they recognize when their HR director or their CEO or their CFO is on a video talking about, Hey, you know, we've got this, these enhancements to the benefit plan this year. And, uh, uh that tends to, it tends to go over really well. And, uh, and again, it just helps drive that engagement that we're looking for so that we can get through open enrollment and get that behind us so that we can focus on some of those other integrations, like we talked about before, with payroll, with carriers, with other HRIS systems and things like that, right? So definitely um, a lot of communication. Uh, I, it sounds like you implemented a lot. I have not done the tech, uh, tech, text messages, but um, just from a high level standpoint, since we're talking about the text messaging, like is there a strategy you use like during leading an open enrollment, during open enrollment, how often you send those messages? And yep. do they get personalized or are they pretty standardized messages to everybody? So uh, just a high level overview, what's the timeline looking like and what should be done? Yeah. So they're, they're, um, they're, they're pretty standardized. Again, we try to, we make it very specific to that group, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be specific to them. It's going to, there's going to be an image with their logo. It's going to have, you know, we've got one with a clock, one, you know, it says open enrollments beginning or, you know, time to do open enrollment. There's another one that's got, um, so we kind of play with some of the images and some of the verbiage and stuff like that. Generally, it's pretty it's pretty generic, but it's again, because the, the goal is not necessarily to um, to get them to do open enrollment. The goal, the goal is to get them yes. to engage. And so we yes. try to keep it yeah, as possible, um, but giving them the information that they, of course. So, so yeah, so that's kind of how we go about um, doing that. As far as the cadence goes, we have, uh, and, and this is again, where we, maybe the, the live, um, what we've done sometimes is not necessarily do a, like a live open enrollment, but we'll do a kickoff meeting. Right. And so we'll do a kickoff meeting. Typically, uh, we'll invite everybody, but we'll make it mandatory for, um, mid-level managers and above. And we just go through everything and we explain to them, here's, what's going to happen. This series of text messages is going to start to go out and, you know, your people are going to come to you and say, oh, you know what, boss, I don't want it. I don't need it, whatever. Well, no, you still got to log in. You still have to wave for us, whatever the case is. Um, so we really make it a, a, make it very important for the managers to be engaged in this as well so that they understand the, the value of what we're trying to do and, uh, and make sure that their folks get through uh, the system. And so what we do is we'll send one out typically – um, with the day we kick off open enrollment. So a lot of times it's first thing in the morning. Sometimes it's kind of mid uh, or early afternoon. It kind of depends on the makeup of the client, right? Do they have 
more than one shift? Do they have, you know, multiple locations in different states or different time zones? So there's, there's some stuff, there's some thought that goes into that, but typically there's that first message um, where the first thing that they'll see is that video of somebody in leadership talking about open enrollment or any changes or anything like that. Again, very brief, less than a minute typically. Um, and then from there, the, the messages will go out once, once a day, um, again, typically sometime in the morning and, and they'll just, they'll get, a, they'll continue to get a message until they've completed open enrollment. So those people that they get that first text message, they go in right they get everything they need to done. Um, they're not going to continue to receive text messages throughout the rest of the, the week or the couple of weeks or whatever, however long it takes to get through it. So that's another nice thing is that once they're done, they're done. They don't have to continue to worry about it. They're not going to be bombarded with these messages. Those people that are stragglers, they're going to continue to get those messages. They're going to continue to get those texts until they've gone in complete and actually completed open enrollment. Because as you can imagine, there are times where people get in, they get started, then they get distracted or they get pulled away or they can't, they can't finish it. So they're going to continue to get those messages until they've actually completed it. And so we've got, some very kind of soft messages in the very beginning. And then as we get a little bit closer to the end of open, we've got like a midway through open enrollment message that goes out as well. And then towards the end of open enrollment, it's like, Hey, here's the deadline. You need to have this done or, you know, you're going to have to wait until next year, basically. Right. So, um, so, and that, again, it depends on the size of the group, but um, most small groups take about, you know, groups that have less than 50 employees, take about a week or so and that's about it um uh, and then some of the larger groups might take a couple of weeks or so but generally we can get through some very very large enrollments in in less than a couple of weeks using that where we don't have to spend a ton of time trying to chase people down we have the technology in place to do that for us on our behalf if you own a business elite benefits of america wants to remind you that health insurance open enrollments are either happening now or coming very quickly. And this is the time to review and implement a healthcare plan to make or keep you as the employer of choice. Deadlines for open enrollment range between November 1st and January 1st. Get ahead of the curve. The Small Business Special Enrollment Period, part of the Affordable Care Act, now allows employers with 49 employees and under to offer health benefits without contributing a dime to the employee plan. Help your employees save money on taxes with health insurance they're already paying for with their hard-earned dollars. Butch Zemar from Elite Benefits of America wants you to reach out to him today. Visit EliteBenefits.net or call 708-535-3006. So with the technology, though, with the open enrollment, like you were saying, it takes only one week or two weeks. But what's the recommended time frame that these employers should uh, use the technology but uh, implement the open enrollment? Within 90 days, 60 days, 30 days, with the technology being faster, is there any change in the time frame? Yeah, well, not, I wouldn't say there really is. Our, our, Our goal, and this is just kind of our agency, this is our rule, our goal is always to start open enrollment 30 days prior to the effective date. Um, now I, I'll be the first to tell you that that does not happen every time. Um, <laughs> Logistics. That's always the goal is, and again, and there's a reason we do that, right? Because if we tell the leadership that, Hey, it's our goal to open up, you know, we've the first of the month is coming up at the end of the week here. So 
um, you know, if, if we had any uh, groups that are renewing in, in August, right, we're coming up on July, any groups that are renewing in August, we're going to want to kick those off next week. Now, is that going to happen? I hope so. Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But if we've at least got the employer on on track for, OK, yeah, we need to have this done. That way, if we roll it out the second week of the month, we can still get everything wrapped up well in advance of any kind of um, carrier deadlines or anything like that. If we do need to make any changes or if we do get somebody that's like, hey, I was out sick for that last week. I got all these text messages. I didn't know what it was about. I just ignored it. Uh, you know, but I do want to get enrolled now. So it's like, all right, well, we've we've got time for any of those stragglers or any of those last minute changes or whatever it might be, right? And it's always something new. It's always something different. Um, but yeah, typically, you know, we want to, we, we need a commitment um, from a group uh, if they're going to use our technology, assuming they are going to use our technology, a good, I, you know, 60 days in advance, I would say 45 minimum. Um, that way it gives us time to build out the system because that is the one thing that is time consuming in this process is building out all this communication. A lot of this is we've got down to a science in terms of templates and things like that now, but it still, it takes time to build that out because your specific deductions and um, uh, contribution ratios and, and plans and everything else is going to be unique to your group. So as much as we can template the communication, we can't really just template the the actual software um, and the portal itself. That has to be mm -hmm. specific to each yeah. and every group, right? So, sure. um, so, so yeah, that's typically what we look for. And uh, uh, again, that's, that's, that's our kind of our best practice when it comes to leveraging technology, communicating with employees and, and all that. So when we were recording this, right, we're about mid-year. You mentioned July 1st, right? There's renewals hitting the, hitting the desk right now, right? For larger employers, maybe some yep. mid-sized companies where renewals are coming in, right? Uh, like you should be reviewing it right now. So some of those companies that are not on the technology piece, do you have um, maybe a couple of recommendations to kind of put their um, toe in the water, so to speak? Uh, obviously, the first one is the call. Uh, Chris Wolpert uh, and the second one would be uh, or third what are the, what are a couple steps to kind of tip that toe in the water and start moving in the right direction because obviously this could be a multi-year build out right like uh, you know you're not going to swallow it all a whole it might be incremental because maybe divisions are spread out throughout the entire country it could be other logistic issues but how, how does an employer start making that move in the right direction well you know as you mentioned we're right in the middle of the year right now so I think if you're wanting to set yourself up for key for, you know, you've got to ask those questions. You've got to ask, you've got to push on your broker and say, hey, look, there's an easier way to do this. We can't keep doing what we've been doing, right? This, again, it's the year 2023. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's the first thing you ought to do if, uh, you know, if you're one of these employers that has been working with the same broker for a long time, and, and maybe this has come up and maybe it hasn't, and or, you know, it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't matter. I think either way, what you need to do to be able to set yourself up for success and have um, a process that can be duplicatable, um, you really need to, to start investing time looking at different systems. So depending on the size of the group, I think if you're a small group employer, you just take whatever's off the shelf in terms of your um, whatever your, um, uh, your broker's bringing you 
There's other situations where you could look at what's available through your um, the payroll company that you're using. Uh, a lot of the payroll companies have their own programs now, and they um, there's typically there's an upcharge for that. But again, the, the amount of time that it saves compared to how much you're paying for it, I found it to be extremely worth it um, for every employer that we work with, and and even those integrations again too. So that's always an option as well is to know you know the payroll system you're on is that going to integrate with uh, the Ben Admin system that's being recommended. Because if it's not, then you're still kind of operating in these two different systems and it just doesn't, it doesn't, you're not leveraging everything that you could from uh, from having a, having a system that's integrated with the payroll system that you have, right? So being able to have those two to be able to talk to each other is, is really gonna be a huge advantage for you um, in streamlining and building out a new process around um, efficiency and around using this, uh, uh, you know, this this digital portal rather than you know the analog paper forms that you've been doing for years and years, right? And and that's the thing. Again, I you know I mentioned this at the opening about how there hasn't been a lot of innovation in insurance since uh, since the advent of email, you know. But as employers, you, you you've you've been the um, unfortunately you know, you've been victim to that too, because there hasn't been any changes for so long. You just think, well, shoot, we must, this must be going okay. Right. Everybody's able to gets their card on time and can get in and get their, you know, services need uh, met and all those kinds of things. But yet you're, uh, but you know, there's no, there's no cohesion to, uh, to, to what you're doing. There's no rhyme or reason to it. And again, it's very time consuming and confusing and fragmented, um, and ultimately frustrating um, and expensive. So, this has definitely been great. You 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 gave some helpful tips about you know obviously getting rolling with these technology pieces, and uh, we we had a good conversation about um, all the technology when it comes to open enrollment. Obviously, new hires. We'll we'll do other series of webinars to to try to keep things uh, moving for as people are getting ready for the renewal season, as well as the open enrollment season. There's two phases there. And then obviously getting, you know, open enrollments underway and successful and efficient and with technology um, and communication with their employees. All right. Thanks, Butch. Appreciate it.